Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Jessel Podcast. I'm Ernie Raposa, your host, and I'm here with Katie McManus from Katie McManus Coaching. Uh, Katie's a business coach and a strategist and overall rock star. You can find her out on LinkedIn talking about everything. Uh, but I found her as a business coach out there helping people get their businesses started. Um, and so she's going to talk about uh, what that would take. Uh, let's let's go back. Jessel's been all about helping you get a job. Katie's here to talk about saying, Chuck that, go start your own business, grow your own company. Um, so Katie, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Um, tell us more. Tell us about your your journey and what got you here, and, and we'll dig into what you got for people. Yeah, well, thank you, Ernie. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, you know, when people ask me how I landed in this position of business strategist and coach, I literally say I tripped and fell into it. Um, it was very much an accident. I um, uh, was one of those career jumpers all throughout my 20s. You know, I was trying to find that career that would fulfill me and like make me enough money and that I would be interested in for a long time. And right. I found, you know, I, I did a whole bunch of stuff and we can dive into that if you're curious. Um, but I found myself like a, a year in being like, oh my God, I'm so bored of this conversation. I'm yeah. so bored of this. I can't do this anymore. And then I'd switch. Um, and I became a coach. I actually ended up in a car accident in 2017. I got a really oh. serious concussion. I had to be off work for eight months yeah. and I just kind of said, screw it. Like if I'm going to be a coach, I might as well go and get trained and certified right now while I'm off work. Um, and I'm not allowed to look at computers anyway. It was all in person. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you had time to just go analog for a while and think about exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I did that, and I actually started off as a dating coach for men, and obviously it didn't work out. I went out. I always say picking a niche for your business is like a dance with the universe, <laughs> and the universe will either confirm you're on the right path or redirect you. And I got redirected to do doing dating coaching for women, um, and then doing leadership coaching for most of those women, except for one. Mm -hmm. Um, so I built up a whole leadership business, leadership coaching business. And then all of my coach friends were like, wait a minute, how did you do that? Right. Like, how do you sell, right. how do you sell services like that? How do you market yourself? How are you getting clients? How did you build this? Right. And so I started just kind of helping them on the side for fun to be a good friend. And they started saying, well, hold on, like you should probably start charging for this because now we're making money. And I, I found that I just loved it so much more because I really feel like I teach alchemy mm -hmm. rather than, you know, like, here's how you turn your words into gold. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and that's and so powerful. I, and I think the way you, you showcase the journey of, you don't just say, I'm going to do this and boom, you're that thing. Right. right. You, no, you had, not. it was not a direct path. And so yeah. many, you hear these success stories and so many people think it's an A to B and awesomeness, but people don't see the years or the sacrifices you make to, to get there. Uh, and, and they've got to calibrate a little bit to figure out what, what sparks joy and what you're good at. Uh, and those two things are, are hard to harmonize. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many heartbroken souls I have gotten on the phone with yeah. who started a group program or they created an online course and they launched it and no one signed up and they think that there's something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And actually jumping to those steps is incredibly difficult in, in like a knowledge-based business. Um, you really do have to start with one-on-one -on -one client work. That's where, mm -hmm. it, that's where your fastest path to cash is. Um, that's where it's easiest to build a following and a business. And then you add the other things on as you grow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and if I'm putting myself in the shoes of some of the people we've been reaching out to that that hopefully are watching this podcast beyond just my mom and Dan's mom, right? Um, that that are are saying, hey, how can Katie help me? get myself out there, get going. Um, we're going to splash up some stuff that has all of your website and you've got so many different cohorts and groups and you're talking to different people every day. Um, so we'll put that up there so, so that folks can click around and get to know you. Um, but, um, and, and so you, your focus on out there building a personal brand, but you can take that and, and extend that to so many different things. Like I want to be like, I don't know if you can help people become astronauts, but you can help them think through how to get there. Right. Absolutely. Well, I think any goal is reverse engineerable. Right. Um, I mean, I think astronaut is tough. You have to have like the capabilities of doing very complex math. I wouldn't right. be able to be an astronaut. Don't kill also, my dream, Katie. I'm also like terrified of aliens. <laughs> like I, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't like scary movies to begin with, but mm -hmm. like anything that has to do with aliens, it doesn't even have to be a scary movie. Like E.T. Yeah. I can't watch E.T. Really? And in black, I actually, I can watch it because it's funny, but I have nightmares. I am terrified of aliens. So astronaut is off the table for me, I think. Yeah. Wow. So even like, so G-rated E.T., like Elliot, like that. I just that, think that, it's creepy. That. I'm not an alien person. Yeah. So and noted. chance of getting out there and bumping into some of them, I'm good. All right. All right. Understood. Yeah. Well, well, so as we're kind of level setting here on what, what do you do and, and how people can learn from you, I think we first need to start with the fundamentals and understand what a weenie is. Please, please <laughs> well, enlighten let's, us. Let's give everyone some context. So my motto <laughs> is stop being a weenie and start your business already. And I, I mean, everyone knows what a weenie is. It's like, mm. you know, there's a part of the anatomy. It could be, it's like, it's the little hot dog. That's like kind of burned on the back of the, the barbecue. Um, but like, the thing is that when you're being a weenie, what you're really being is you're being scared. You're being scared. You're hiding. Mm -hmm. You're not putting yourself out there. You're seeing yourself as small and insignificant. And it's so easy to believe that you're small and insignificant. It's so easy to believe that you don't have anything worth saying. And it's so yeah. easy to, to think, okay, well, it's safer for me to keep myself small and hidden than anything else. And if you're going to build a business, you can't, you can't live the, the weenie lifestyle. It just doesn't work. Right. Yeah. You have to have a little courage, a little bravery, and you have yeah. to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm get out there. And, and I mean, we're wired for safety. Oh, right? we're, we're wired so that we don't get eaten by lions. Right. And um, you know what, like that, yeah. that fear drive, like that's yeah. the reason you and I exist. If our ancestors came out of the cave, we're like, look at these gorgeous wildflowers and that sunset or that sunrise. And Oh, what a cute bear that was <laughs> hungry. You know, they would be so. screwed. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have made it and we mm -hmm. wouldn't be here. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> it, it served them well to come out of the cave and be like, shit, there's a bear. <laughs> really hungry. I I'm going right back in here. For one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. So there's, there's safe, there's stable, but if you stay safe and stable and you have this dream inside you or this, this, uh, I, I do this, but I'd love to be this. Um, I've still got that astronaut thing going on, Katie. So yeah, I've still got time, but yeah, there, there's that do it or you're going to regret it. Right. They, they say, what is it on your deathbed? You regret the things you didn't do. 
Um, so try it and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You, so, so I'm taking what you've built, uh, uh, your whole offering on to, to, uh, you know, a sentence or two, but there's, there's so much more under the surface there. So, so, so you have weenies in your, let's say your intake process, they come in as weenies, (laughs) you do your magic and they come out as, as shining entrepreneurs. And, uh, tell us more about that, that process. Yeah. Well, um, it's funny. I have, I have two different kinds of clients. I have the ones okay. that have really jumped from their full-time work and they're doing this full-time and they're like, Oh God, I thought I knew everything that need, I needed to do here, but it's not working mm-hmm. and I need some help. Okay. And so I'm coming in basically trying to help them salvage what they've started right. and get them, get them up and running as fast as possible to be profitable. Yep. Um, I also work with folks who are still in their full-time role and who are looking around and being like, you know, this ladder that I'm climbing just doesn't excite me. There's yeah. work that I want to do that's outside of this. I don't think anyone's hiring for this work, however. So, I mean, executive coaching is a great example of this. Mm-hmm. You know, there aren't, I mean, everyone points to that, that show Billions. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have a coach that's on staff that no, no companies have that. You know, that coach that's on staff has their own job that they're working 40 hours a weekend. Like they might have some clients internally, but that's not someone's job. Mm-hmm. So um, what they're trying to do is, you know, start this business after hours on the side until they can build it up enough that they can afford to go full time in it. And right. so I basically help them figure out, like, who are they serving? Um, how do they market this? If we're doing it secretly on the DL because their employer can't know about it, that's right. also an option. Um, we're figuring out their marketing plan. We're working on where on social media they should be spending time um, and really keeping an eye on what is their dream goal. Like, what's the dream life they want to li- live at the yeah. end of this, yeah. right? Because they're not going to trip and fall into it. They have to really reverse engineer everything. So they're designing this business to give it to them. And that's right. what I do with my clients. Right. So there's that visioning of mm-hmm. ensuring, let's understand what is is that true, true North, North Star. Yeah. Um, and, and then work your way towards that and, and build a path to it. Yeah. Um, so and, for instance, and, you know. for instance, if you wanted to build a, a coaching business where you work the first and third week of the month and you take mm-hmm. the second and fourth week and you hop in an RV with your spouse and just go travel, that's doable. But you have to start thinking that now so that you can start structuring your business to be that then. Right. Right. And, and you and I have talked about, especially if you're starting out as an army of one, um, you can only do so much, especially if you're dipping your toe in. So we've talked about automation and VAs and uh, social media schedulers. There's, there's so many systems out there that you can just not set and forget, but that, that you can cue that stuff up and let it go and then go do other things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always an option. And it really depends on where they're showing up. So Mm -hmm. you mentioned social media schedulers. I have a mixed relationship with them. Yeah. Right. Because here's the thing about social media accounts and and platforms. They want you being native on their platform as you're posting stuff. Mm -hmm. They can tell when you're using a third party. And you actually get a lot more eyes on your stuff when you post natively. Interesting. Okay. So I had one client and he just, you know, found a way he would go to the bathroom (laughs) to his other account that no one at work knew about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And 
<laughs> I won't name who it is because they don't, mm -hmm. they won't want me to out them on that. But yeah. Well, even even for Jussel, you know, Dad and I are like, okay, every day before work, let's post something profound and then shiny object, and then we're like, oh, it's noon. Um, tomorrow we'll do it. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're we're looking at ways to do that without interfering with uh, uh, the day to day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it's so funny you say that because that's one of the things that a lot of my clients struggle with is they get. Mm -hmm. You know, after their, they get to their computer in the morning and they're like, okay, I'm going to post something. It has to be profound and it has to change lives and it has to really impact people and make them see that like there's light at the end of the tunnel. And that's so much pressure to put on yourself, mm -hmm. right? You, yeah. you don't have to put that much pressure on yourself. You can share a picture of your dog and no one cares. Right. You know, yeah. you can, it just, it helps people get a little insight as to who you are. Right. Because yeah. here's the thing, if I know who you are, if I feel like you're my friend online, because I know enough about you, once you tell me what it is that you do for work, I'm going to have a place to put that. I'm going to have a file to put it in because I give a damn about you. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if I don't feel like I know you, then and you're just talking about your work, like I don't care. Not relevant. Right. To me. right. You're just somebody out there selling something. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yep. So and and you've you've talked about that empathetic marketing Mm -hmm. finding, putting yourself out there so that the people that, that resonate with you, um, that you attract the people that, that feel your vibe, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing what you said better, but, uh, you know, that, that you're kind of that light and the moths come, right? Yeah. Well, and it's, it's basically just telling people, Hey, you, I see you yeah. and everything you're struggling with. And then you list off in their words, you know, what they're frustrated with that there's. So for instance, people starting a business, like there's so many little decisions you have to make and yeah. you have no idea what's going to be best. There are so many online programs that you can sign up for. Which one should I do? You know, where should I do my emails from? You know, how do I sell? How do I put myself out there? How do I market myself without sounding like I'm just bragging about how cool I am? Right. You know? And you say, hey, listen, this is all these are all the things that you're stressed out about and you're scared of. And just know you're not alone. This is so normal for new business owners. Right. And and there there's there's the there's kind of that double edged sword where mm -hmm. you're saying, well, on, on one end here, there's so many people out there talking you're, you're, you're a drop in the ocean. Nobody cares. Right. So don't worry about it. But then yeah. when you're trying to have an impact, you're like, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> so, so find, finding a way to, to live within that dichotomy uh, and, and make a dent somehow uh, is, yeah. is interesting. Uh, yeah, no, totally. Well, you just have to show up a lot. Yeah. You know, that's it. And the cool thing is that no one cares. So if you write something stupid, no one's really going to see it and you can always delete it. Yeah. You get, you, you get a second and a half of someone's eyeballs at that. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing, like you're not going to get better at posting on social media to build your business until you just start doing it. And, right. and you don't get good until you've done it for a few months. All right. Stephen King, like he, he didn't start off as like this brilliant novelist. Right. He talked about, he used to collect, I'm reading a book of his on writing and he literally had a nail in his attic the long nail that like stuck out of his wall and every single um, rejection letter he got for short stories, um, for essays, for books, he'd hang it. And that nail had like a thick pile wow. of rejection letters on it until he finally got the one that was like, oh, well, with some edits, we might accept this. Right. Right. Well, that's that whole mastery concept, right? Do yeah. something often enough, you build those muscles. Mm -hmm. um, cool. Well, so, so, 
again, thinking through people watching this and what they're trying to get out of this, tell us more about some folks you've worked with, some examples of, of people that are going through this journey that, that folks listening to this or watching this could, could resonate with. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I have one client who's in my BYOB um, program right now. Um, you know, she is really passionate about journaling really Like she just has journaled most of her life and she knows a lot about it and has a full-time job, but like, she's like, I want to do something with this. So she's, she literally just showed up on social media, started talking about journaling and people like resonated with it. She had all these people reaching out to her and saying, Hey, you know, can we talk about journaling? And it was one of these things that she took for granted that everyone didn't know how to do this. Right. Like I'm the classic, like I buy a new journal every few months and I'm like, I'm going to be a journaler. Right. And then I write like three pages and then I like screw up something and I scribble it. And then the whole journal's ruined. And then I, I, have, I have a few of those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? <laughs> um, she has this whole philosophy that people find so inspiring to start journaling as a self-care practice. And um, she, you know, kind of did a, a test beta group and it went well and she got a little confidence and now she's running this group program. She's charging a hell of a lot more. And she's rolled out a one-on-one coaching offering, you know, for clients who who want to get better at this because they see this as the uh, modality that they're going to change their lives with. Right. Right. Wow. But it's, it's That's so powerful. Yeah. Here's, here's what I want people to know is, you know, we all have something, we have this it's almost like rose colored glasses, but different colors of the stuff that we scan the world for. Right. So like for me, sales and marketing, I'm always on sales calls with people, you know, seeing how they present information to me. I'm always looking at commercials. I'm looking at landing pages. Like I find that fascinating. I'm seeing how businesses are set up. That's what I scan the world for. Mm -hmm. Right. I have a friend who's a fashion designer. She scans the world for what makes an elegant outfit. You know, she's going shopping. She's putting stuff together. She's on Pinterest. She's doing that. She takes for granted that not everyone does that. You know, I actually, I wish I should actually just have her come over and pick out outfits for me. It would be so much easier for me in the morning. Um, <laughs> but, that, but that's, that's great. What do, what do you scan the world for? Exactly. Um, because like me, I love to understand how things work. Yeah. Um, so I'll be watching a movie and I'll be, we'll be watching a movie on the couch and I'll be, mm-hmm trying to understand how a certain effect was made or whatever. And my wife is just like, could you just enjoy it? Um, But yeah, so that's, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I mean, but here's the cool thing. Someone with that, with like uh, that um, perspective of what you're scanning the world for, you would actually be really uh, good or at least your brain would be really good at making sound effects for movies. Right. Because you're like, okay, cool. So we have to have the sound of waves crashing against rocks. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. We're in the Midwest. So how do we do that? How do we create that, you know, waves crashing against rocks? Okay, well, here are some things that it can who can who can beatbox this? Yeah. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen those videos though of the sound effects people? Oh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, oh, cool. you, you so some of these science fiction movies that you don't watch because there might be aliens in them. Um, you know, there's some effects where they just put you know, like a stethoscope on someone's stomach and, yeah. and that ends up being the sound effect for the inside of the ship. So it's, I, yeah. I love those little nuggets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Does that answer the question? It sure does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you think about it. I mean, we spend so much time 
you know, the running joke is people ask kids what they want to be when they grow up. And it's not because we necessarily care about that kid. We're fishing for ideas, right? Right. Oh, a hundred percent. No, totally. Um, well, it's funny, you know, when I was a kid, my parents would have been like, oh, she's so bossy. She just like demands things. And, mm-hmm. and I think they're a little terrified now because with my clients, like I'm kind of like the the manager for hire. Like if you don't know what to do, I'm going to tell you what to do. And I'm going to just give you the direction and just go with it. And yeah. it's going to serve your business. But they're like, oh, my God, like you just get paid for being bossy. <laughs> Here's what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, and but I think the the challenge as a coach, the, the cool thing about what you do, you're you're kind of a, a hybrid of a coach yeah. and a mentor, right? Because yeah. you're not trying to tease something out of people. You're like, do this and then do that next and see me in the morning. Um yeah. and that's 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 pretty awesome because you're I mean, not everybody can always see that right. writing on the wall or it takes a long time. Yeah. You're able to shortcut some things. Yeah. You know, um, I love the classical the coaching model. I think it's yeah. really powerful. I think it helps people create incredible movement in their lives. And also when you're helping someone do something that they have never done before in their life, there are skills and tools that they need that all the questions in the world are not going to lead them to. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's not a good use of their time or your time. So I'd rather just give the skills and the tools to them. And then they can be massively successful. And of course, I mix that with the classical coaching, you know, you right. know, what do you want your life to look like? Who do you want to serve? What's the impact you want to have in the world? And that's, I think that blend is really powerful. Yeah. The values alignment and everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that, that gives them that, that solid foundation and maybe makes that transition a bit less scary as, as they leave behind uh, that, that old life. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I know we're coming up on time. Um, we were talking about this the other day around when people tend to tune out of a podcast and it's about <laughs> now. Um, so um, is, is there anything, um, anything profound you'd like to leave people with? Um, oh, you know, I had one and it's changed. Oh. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, I want to, I want to leave everyone with this story. Okay, so as you're thinking about the impact you want to have in the world, and as you're thinking about starting a business, potentially, um, you're going to be very tempted to follow follow the advice, just go out and give value. Just go out and tell people, you know, good advice and share your expertise and just shove value in their face. Right. And I want to just tell this quick story of these two old men. So I want you to imagine there's this young mom. She has a little three-year-old and they've taken every morning to walk to this local park. And they've discovered that there's this fountain that has like koi fish swimming in it. And the little girl just loves going to this fountain. She's like named all the fish and she has to say hi to them every morning. And the mom looks around and she notices that there are these two old men. And they come here every day around the same time. And so one day she's like, you know, screw it. Let's go say hi to one. So she goes and says hi. And he invites her to sit down or sit down at his bench. And they're talking. And he's just giving her a lot of advice. You know, if you ever have a squeaky door in your house, here's how you fix it. You know, if your faucet's le- leaking, this is what you do. If you mm-hmm. don't have a plumber coming, just tie a, a string around it and draw it down so the, the dripping doesn't drive you crazy. You know, here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Oh, your daughter had a tantrum the other day. Here's how, what I would have done differently, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's perfectly nice and, and like normal, but like 
Okay. Po- positive intention is there. Positive yes. intention. <laughs> a lot of a lot of like to give, a lot of expertise to give. The next day she goes and she says hi to the other old man, the second one. And he invites her to sit down and he says, you know what? Your daughter's adorable. I remember when my kids were that age and I have grandkids that are that age right now. It is so fun to see them just discover the world. And, you know, I, I noticed how you, you know, reacted to your daughter having that tantrum the other day. You handled it beautifully. You know, here was here's the story of how one of my kids had a temper tantrum that was just it almost brought down our roof. Mm-hmm. Right. And he shares and he asks questions and he's really relatable. Who is she going back to the next day? Who's she? The second guy. So we we don't have to worry about being experts. We don't have to worry about showing how much we know. We just have to worry about being connected to the people that we're attracting. And seeing people like where they are. Exactly. And normalizing where they are. Because everyone walks around thinking, oh my God, I'm the only person with this problem. I'm like, like very uniquely, specially screwed up. <laughs> and they're so embarrassed. Aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. But literally no one has, no one has a unique problem. Everyone mm-hmm. has basically the same problem. But yeah, that's, that's what I want to leave the les- our, your listeners with today. That's a fantastic story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, this is great. I, I'm so glad you were able to join us here uh, as we get this community off the ground. Uh, you are welcome back anytime. Uh, oh, thank you. If, if you have it, any any other profound thoughts to share with us. Um, so, and we'll, we'll um, I, I do believe there are photos of you in a weenie outfit. Uh, there to, are, I'll send okay. you some. Okay, yeah. all right, we'll, we'll get them up here. Um, so, we have Katie McManus. Thank you, Katie, for joining us. Uh, you can see her on katiemcmanus.com. Yep. And LinkedIn. So thanks again. Thanks for listening.